0: On this podcast, we talk to thought leaders about feminine and masculine energy and how it shows up in our business, our parenting, and especially our relationships. We'll dig deep on any and all topics under the sun. Grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey everybody, it's Kara from the She's the Owner podcast. And um, today we have, I know we've had a few men on the show and we're carrying on with this um direction because it's fascinating and we've had some incredible insights and some really cool conversations and on you know how they see us and how we think they see us and how they actually see us. So it's really beautiful. So today we've got Neil Young with us. He is again um, part of the Tony Robbins community. that's how we're connected. This is our first time chatting, so I'm excited because I, I like to uh, get to know people while I'm on the show and it tends to be a little bit more exciting that way. So uh, welcome, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Car. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here.
0: Um, so tell us, so usually I, I like to get started with, you know, where you, what, where you started, kind of how you got to your business. Tell us what your business is, and then we'll just get into some, you know, chatting about, about all this fun stuff.
1: Sure. So um, I'm 34 years old. Uh, father's British, mother's Indian. Uh, I've lived in Dubai, UAE for the last 30 years. So I'm um, kind of confused. That's where I'm from. Um, we've got two businesses out here, in you know, construction and sports. Uh, quite proud that we managed to 10X those businesses from uh, six figures to seven figures over a two-year period. Um, and my claim to fame is that I did a 22 Tony Robbins events over 22 consecutive months as one of his platinum partners. And uh, now, I, now I'm on a mission to um, help other successful entrepreneurs push past their limits to create even more freedom in their lives. And I mainly do that through these awesome mastermind groups that I run. So um, that's kind of my uh, mission, and that's kind of my mission at the moment.
0: So for, so the audience is typically female, um, business owners though. So, and, and maybe some of them don't know, maybe tell us a little bit, are your masterminds for men only, or do you have women as well?
1: So when I first learned about masterminds, I was actually in a only men's mastermind, but my masterminds that I've been running for the last two years, it's mixed. Um, and my ideal client or the the ideal person for the mastermind, it's, um, it's, it's, well, I've actually defined it to a female now because, uh, Hmm. Just in the two mastermind groups that I have, uh, I'd say it's like 20 people, like uh, 12, 13 of them are, are females. So um, wow, I find the average person in the masterminds is like a 35-year-old woman, parent, either single mom or, or husband and kids, uh, have their own business, love Tony Robbins. Um
0: so tell tell we'll talk a bit about business before we get into the the energy talk. But so how so how long ago did you start? So the consultancy or the the mastermind, that's your own. But I was I was reading and you have the family business was construction and engineering, or is that yes. still kind of how so, it is? So the,
1: okay. the family business is the construction and sports, and then the mastermind and coaching that I have, that's my own kind of baby.
0: Yeah. And you started that a couple of years ago, I guess, right? When
1: I started that two years. So one year into my platinum partnership. I decided, I, 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 um, I decided to, uh, start doing it. Yeah.
0: Tell, so tell, tell us a little bit. I mean, I know I actually want to join the plots really soon. My goal is to, to join by 2021 nice. so I can get the relationship trip in there. Um, tell, <laughs> a good one. tell, yeah, I'm so excited. Um, well, it's yet to be seen. I mean, I'll likely be going on my own on that one, but I think I know that there's still a lot of value to it. So tell us a little bit. We'll give Tony a bit of a plug here, but tell us a bit about the Platinum Partnerships, um, what what it is, and kind of just to give people a bit of scope on what that looks like.
1: So uh, Platinum Partnership is kind of like the, uh, I mean, Tony Robbins is like the leader. It's like life coach, business coach, uh, motivational speaker. So for me, it's kind of like the ultimate peer group. Um, I mean, I did 22 uh, 22 events over 22 consecutive months. Um, Even if I didn't learn any of the content in those events, just being around those people was priceless, you know, because everyone's putting out certain emotions and people who are successful in real estate or it's a couple of billionaires or health influencers or any industry or sector that you can think of, they're all putting out these different vibes, you know, and you kind of absorb those emotions. Um, So the peer group is insane. Um, It's I think it's now 85K per year. So it's, it's quite an investment, uh, definitely not something that's um, like, easy to do. I, I think uh, that price has to be there, just, just so you kind of uh, push yourself to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like 85k a year, um, you get access to all of Tony's events, you get a Platinum Life Coach as well. Uh, I've still got the same Life Coach that, um, that I started with, well actually I've been through a few, but I've been with this guy for like um, a year now, so, mm-hmm. so um, that's been great. Uh, I'd say the three biggest benefits of the Platinum Partnership would be just lifestyle. Like, uh, I took it to the extreme. I was traveling once a month. Uh, my wife sure actually got is. into Tony Robbins. <laughs> oh. Uh, she's like, I'll do like, but I think she did four events with me. Uh, but she was like, 22, uh, that's, not, that's not really me. So um, she, she, she did um, four events. Um, so yeah, I, I'd say lifestyle is one of the benefits of Platinum Partnership. Um, just hanging around with people, like minded people. Uh, and then really kind of discovering your identities. So I kind of reinvented myself and I have new identities my health, business, relationships, every area of life.
0: So let's, so when you, when we talk about like, so we had Paola and Travis Rosser on, um, they're both plats. Um, okay. Mandy Perry's coming on today. She's a plat. Nice. It's, and I think this is really interesting because you're, as you're talking, you're, you are in your masculine when you're talking about the, doing this, doing that, like checking the things off. And I think that's where women get, we sort of get confused because we have that capacity, right? Yeah. And then, but we tend to turn off. And it's interesting that you're, you're saying that your wife came to some events because it's a lot. Like 22 would be a lot. I think just if for feminine energy as myself now, Yeah, it would be a lot. I get very drained after a couple. Like last year I did three back to back. I was crewing, I was attending, and then I did Date With Destiny. And when you talk about the platinum partnership, like I think a lot of men, in particular, they get this idea where they're it's sort of a badge, right? Like, oh, I'm a plat, and da da da, and they don't realize some do for sure. The ones who've been in the environment long enough understand, but the newbies are like, oh yeah, this is amazing. It's a (laughs) lot of work. It's a lot of internal heart work. And I think you know, like we were talking about date with destiny. That was the one of my biggest aha moments was. As women business owners, we come in and we go to these masterminds and whatever, and we show up in this masculine because that's sort of what we think is required. Yeah. But once we're in it, we realize there's a lot more heart centric work to do. So talk about your, your a bit about your mastermind with the with the women in it. Like, do you see? Because I always find it really fascinating. I we don't think you see us in our masculine. Mm. Are we full of shit? Like, do you see us in our masculine? Especially you, with all of this information, you're able to identify. Oh, you're being in your masculine and like, talk a little bit about your mastermind group and just the dynamic of that.
1: I mean, I can talk about my mastermind group, but also the uh, Tony Robbins community in general. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, this is just my opinion and it might be my hallucination, but I do find most of the women in the Tony Robbins community, they're all very successful, you know? So I do find that the majority of them, that's not saying all of them, you know, like, are maybe more into their masculine energy at times you know i think maybe that's why they've gotten that success um so i know you're looking forward to the relationship trip um it's normally in hawaii every two years i think they they just did last year yeah um so it'll be in 2021 um but they do like uh, so tony's big on life cycles so he does Mm -hmm. like life cycles of uh, businesses life cycles of your finances so he does life cycles of men and women there so uh Men's pretty straightforward. I think he uses like a medieval, um, um, it's like a it's a um, medieval uh, kind of thing. So he says like a like a, like a page and a squire, then a knight, then a prince, then a king. Okay. And before the king, I think there's a tunnel. You have like a midlife crisis. Right. With The females, uh, it's a bit more complicated. Like this life cycle, it kind of um, uh, it uh, forks. So um, and it forks off right at the beginning. So you're kind of like a, a baby girl. And then you have a choice between either being a princess or a professional. So the princess wow. is all about relationships and professional is all about achieving, you know, and then it kind of comes back together. And I think you become a queen. Then you have a choice. I think that's when you have kids. Um, so it's just really interesting. Like the, the female ones, just not very straightforward. Um, right. So, in answer to your question, just the one that I work with, the one I've seen in the Tony Robbins community, um, I'd say a lot of them are very successful. You know, that's kind of how they get into Tony Robbins, mm. like high achievers. So, I mean, you've been to date with Destiny, um, and you've you've had the transformation yourself. But any because Tony always calls on a woman to kind of find a woman who's in a in a masculine. Right. I've done four date with Destinies. He does it date with Destiny, and uh, just to see the transformation and like a few days it's incredible you're like this is a different person yeah yeah
0: and it's and i and maybe you can speak to this a bit um but i think one of the things that we talk about with she's the owner is vulnerability is one of the traits there's seven of them and vulnerability i would say is the the biggest one and it's difficult like when for me personally I, i come from i mean it's i would call it adversity but i feel like i'm that's not even real anymore because i've worked through it so hard that it doesn't feel like adversity it feels like a a gift now but i was in my masculine probably from 10 and when you talk about that fork in the road that's fascinating Mm -hmm. to me because i didn't get to choose to be the princess i had to be the professional i had to go to work i had to make sure the family was okay there was nobody hurting anybody all those kinds of things but so from a from a female perspective and a feminine energy perspective, that vulnerability piece is really challenging when you're in business, because you're right, like we show up, goal achievers, high performers, all that sort of thing. But then mm. when we come home to you and we carry on that line of behavior, yeah. how does that feel like, I mean, you're married, so I don't know. Um, and your has your wife been to date with Destiny?
1: Yes, my wife did the relationship trip. She did date with oh, Destiny. Wow. EPW. we have to get her on
0: the show then definitely yes,
1: I will um and she's like I mean she's really into like personal development I think she's doing a mind valley abundance course
0: oh cool too. I yeah. love mind valley yeah definitely we need to get her on and then maybe the two of you cool. together because um, I'm doing that a lot too couples right because like you can sit here and say all day how you're feeling but then she might be like well this is how I'm feeling, and I think it's a really maybe I don't cool want to get my wife on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, You've been to 22 Tony events. I know you're brave. You've walked on fire probably a billion times. Mm. But um, I mean, it's um, so, it, it, yeah, like what does it feel like when the wife is in her masculine? Like, are you able to disarm her now, or mm. yeah, talk about that?
1: I would say my wife. Um, she's always been in a feminine. Um, okay, and Tony teaches teaches us about the three C's, the three U's. Um, and when she's in a bad state, she can criticize, she can control me, close me off. You know, when she's in bad states, but it, it's it's quite rare. Um, I'd say most of what came from me, like I was very in my feminine. You know, and mm. it still comes out sometimes. I've worked very hard in it. You know, um, kind of my story that I tell people, like how I got to how I got to where I am. Um, it all kind of started in my childhood, um, how I got into my feminine. Um, my father's quite an effeminate guy like he, being vulnerable in our household it's funny my, my wife always says this thing you guys fight all the time in your family but what i love about you guys you're so vulnerable and you just kiss and make up all the time you know it's oh, just like we kind of just put it out there um so yeah we can have some pretty big fights but it's always uh, love at the end um but just to, i think it'd be a good story um just kind of how i got out of my effeminate energy what well, how that started and how i got more into my masculine And it kind of started when I was four years old. I was living in Dubai. Uh, This is a lot of work that I I did with Tony. Um, It's like my earliest childhood memory. Mm, Um, Yep. Anyone who's listening, I'd recommend doing this because it it will help you find out like why you are the person you are now. So I was four years old. I had this uh, big lumpy uh, pussy infection on my ankle. And the doctor said some weird name for it. It's quite rare. It's traveling up and down my body. And they were were worried it might go to my heart and, and it might kill me. But luckily it went back down to my ankle. They operated. I was okay. I lost a ton of weight. I was like all skin and bone. I was bedridden for two months. I had these like tiny um, wooden, tiny Tim crutches. I kept on falling over and it was just a very sorry sight. Um,
0: The mom in me is like, oh, dying right now. Okay.
1: (laughs) I've got a nine-month-old son. So I'm just starting to realize like, wow, what if that happened to him? Um, But yeah, I was bedridden. I was just cold skin and bone. I remember being in my bed, nice and comfy, just trying to stay safe. I just remember this one moment, my parents looking at me, thinking, oh, poor Neil, he's so weak and helpless. Look at him, what are we going to do? And I just remember those two emotions, weak and helpless. Mm. And I feel like that was part of my identity for the next 20 years. And I don't know if you do like chakras and stuff, but Mm -hmm. for me, power, I've related that to my third energy center. That's like a lot of Joe Dispenza work that I've done too. And um, I've really had to work on that. You know, because I felt like my third center was like a um, a big problem. So for the next 20 years of my life, I just felt like weak and helpless. Um, I was a big copycat. I never came from my heart. So um, I copied my parents, which is like work hard, go to university, get a job. I copied my friends. I'd go to my friends' houses to play video games. I wouldn't play. I would just watch. You know, right. I just wanted to copy everyone. So I was just never my own man. Fast forward 20 years. I was 25 years old. Just come back from uni. I was working for a building contract in Dubai and it was a quantity surveying job, which means you're in front of the PC the whole time. Totally not me. I'm a massive people person and I had a panic attack at work. I just couldn't breathe. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Jumped in my car, snuck out of the office, uh, went, drove, drove dri- dri- down to the beach. I was thinking, what is going on? I'm feeling suicidal. I've never felt this bad in my life. And that's when I realized it was my body screaming out at me saying, wake the fuck up, you know, yep. um, come from your heart. Okay. Is it okay if I swore there?
0: Um, Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) There's an E on every episode of my podcast. So yes. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah. So my body was screaming at me just saying, wake up, you know? Uh, And that's when I decided I need to come from my heart. You know, um, I didn't speak to my dad for a year. Um, Wow. I left my job. So I do not have any money. I was very close to my dad. So it was very tough. And now we're all good. It's all fine. Why did you
0: you stop talking to him? What made that... Um,
1: I copied everything like you told me to do, you know, um, he's very also. So school. there was
0: some yeah. resentment then.
1: No, I, I just felt I've been listening to you and just stuff hasn't been working out. I need to follow someone else. Right. I was just looking for like different role models and it was very, I was resentful to him at the time, you know, um, it's very unfair of me, but I was just very lost and confused at the time. Um, so yeah, uh, Lost my job. Well, I quit the job, so didn't have any money. Relationship with my dad changed. Uh, my health went down. I was drinking more. I stopped talking to a lot of people I was hanging around with who were like a bad influence. So health, relationships, business, pff, just really bad. Um, and then my wife, uh, she always loves to tell me, you tell people that I introduced you to this podcast that got you out of this dark place. Um, first podcast to go into was uh, Entrepreneur on Fire by Johnny Dumas. My favorite podcast really saved me.
0: Uh, so his, his favorite my- after this one, now. Yes, yes. The she's uh, <laughs> the <laughs> she's the owner, she's the owner is his <laughs> now his first favorite, and then uh, entrepreneur on fire is second. Carry on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, I remember doing. I was in a really dark place. I remember doing my morning power walks in the beach, listening to Johnny this every day. Just get all these positive vibes from all these successful entrepreneurs, um, and that really saved me for a year. You know, like um, just things started getting better. And through that podcast, I heard about a virtual mastermind run by this entrepreneur, Aaron Walker, in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. So uh, I joined that mastermind. Um, I was in that for two years with ten other like-minded entrepreneurs. Really helped me raise my game. And then 2017, I joined a Tony Robbins Platinum Partnership, was which, which for me is like the one of the top-level peer groups. You know, it's just uh, a lot of really impressive people in there. Um, so yeah, that was kind of my journey from um, just feeling weak and helpless, feeling kind of effeminate and just kind of discovering more about myself you know and like what I do in the masterminds is I help people push past their limits to create even more freedom in their lives and when I say limits I mean there's always another level we can get to whether it's thinking bigger whether it's identifying with more empowering emotions and different areas of life whether it's focusing on what you have instead of what you don't have or whether it's just taking massive action and keeping your energy high so you can achieve all these goals that you're setting those are the limits that we overcome, and then when it comes to freedom, it's all about creating those results in your life. so just imagining right, if we're going to push all these limits, what freedom do we want to create in each life area? What freedom do we want in our business, our health, our relationships, education, contribution so um I could talk about this all day, yeah,
0: I know me too, once we get going we can and I know it's uh it's hilarious sometimes I'm like, holy shit, Kara, shut up our. <laughs> But there's so much value. You want to change people's lives all the time. So let's go back. I just want to jump back a little bit, a couple of steps. So one of the things that I've seen happen is that the the wife is all into it and tries to have the husband kind of move in this direction. And so yeah. obviously, if you say your wife kind of brought you to this, to your first podcast, um, the Entrepreneurs on Fire. But what's the difference between like, so you could have taken that and said, great, nice podcast. Fuck off. I'm not interested. <laughs> maybe listen to it and implement like a 1% of something and really not put yeah. anything into it, but you went all in. So yeah. talk a bit about why, because I think even the men that listen to this, it's like, I can't understand why somebody doesn't go hundred percent in that's me and my masculine, right? Like I, if I find something that I think is going to help me get to the next level, yeah. then nobody needs to push me. I push myself. But then I want everybody around me to push as hard as I do because I think it's awesome, and I want you to have a great life too. But that that never happens. So, how do you? What was the recipe where she brought this information to you, and you're already in your feminine at that point? Like, how did you push through it? And how did you say, you know what, fucking, I'm going to do this and I'm going to go all in? What was the thought process there?
1: So I think she introduced me to a few podcasts. That one just kind of resonated with me. Um, So if you're saying like, why don't people go all in? I think. You need or why models. did
0: you go all in? Why did you make that decision in I that state? I really stage?
1: resonated with uh, Johnny Dumas, you know? Okay. Um, so I kind of, I mean, anyone who's achieved success, you know, like big success, I think you have to, you have to have experienced some pain in your life, mm. whether it's just bad health, like no friends or just no money, you know, uh, people who've experienced that pain, they never want to experience it again. You know, so, I just reached a point where I felt like nothing, you know, I was like, Oh, I've copied all these people. I've done everything right. You know, why am I not happy? You know? So I was just desperate. I was really hungry to, uh, to find answers. So, and that's why I'm a big believer in role models, you know? So if you are introducing someone to something and they want to change their life, I'm thinking, why aren't they going all in, they've got to find their own role models, you know? So, for example, me and my father are very different. I've introduced him to a lot of personal development. He's very old school. He's like, oh, I've been to university, then don't need to study. But he's really getting into a ton of personal development now. And he's into very different people than mm-hmm. I would be into. You know, um, So I think it's just finding that person. Because each person in life, like we did this a date with Destiny, your towards and away values. Yeah. Um, your towards values are the emotions that you're putting out every day. There we go, Destiny poster. Love it um yeah. i love those destiny posters uh in fact i've got my eight incantations for my life and i've memorized those and that's literally all i think about each day um beautiful i find one thing with the destiny posters is that people it's, it's so helpful and during the events you're kind of repeating it and getting into your head then people don't practice it after the no. events you know and um
0: that's that's why pick- there's the power of mastermind groups i think though that especially in our environment, right? Like I know quite a few, Jasmine Jonte is a good friend of mine and she does one as well. Yeah. And there's, you know, millions of people have gone to all these events and, you know, if you have 20 and she has 20, there's a lot more people that need to be doing that because that's it. We get hyped in these events and then we come home, we do it for a bit. I know a lot of people that I've taken with me get hyped there Mm -hmm. and then it fizzles out. But Yeah, I agree definitely, and I think masterminds are one of the most powerful ways to achieve that, continue that level. um, Hundred percent.
1: I mean, initially, I was just thinking about coaching. Tony's a coach. Like, I've learned all this stuff from him. I'll be a coach. But the masterminds came out of a pain point because I was Mm. doing these twenty-two events, and each month I go back to Dubai, and then I was back in, I was back for the events in America, Canada, Australia, UK when I came back to Dubai, I uh, just felt lonely, you know? Um, yep. I haven't got the same like-minded people here. No one really hold me accountable. I had a coach, you know, but it just wasn't the same thing. So that's why I started doing mastermind groups, just, uh, just solving my own pain point, you know? And a ton of other people resonated with that. So, um, yeah, love the power of mastermind groups.
0: So let's, let's talk a little bit about what the relationship... So how long have you been with your wife then?
1: Good question. <laughs> um... Uh, I know our wedding date is ninth of January, and we're in twenty twenty now, so five years. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you four had years, been a, Sorry, four years. Fifth okay. year
1: is coming in twenty twenty one. Yeah.
0: Okay, I got like twenty years on you almost. So, well, I <laughs> I will have been married twenty years in a year. So nineteen, I think this. You were still married, for now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but talk a little bit about. And I maybe this will be some this will be something that I'll ask her if she comes on the show. I hope she does. People tend <laughs> not to be able to say no to me because when I'm in my feminine, you know, I get what I want and tell. I love having the tell. conversations. <laughs> but what was she like? So as a woman in a marriage, if you were in that state, I would be concerned, I'd be worried. It would put me in my masculine, however. Yeah. Because yeah. that would just be my default is to make sure you are okay. So I got to take control of everything. I it, And if she, you mentioned she's in her feminine very well. So how, what was that dynamic like? Because well, the reason I'm asking is if you've got a, a couple and a woman who let's say goes to Tony events and she, and the husband doesn't, and that's our situation at my house, but let's say you've got a wife who's really concerned for her husband. She's putting all this information in front of him. How does she... Like it's lucky that you guys came through it the way you did most couples would truthfully they would split up.
1: Yeah.
0: So talk a bit about how she handled you like for lack of a better way How she managed you and how she helped because she will undoubtedly helped you get into your masculine. I would say too
1: Yeah I would say, uh, tony robbins really saved us. Like you said Mm -hmm. many couples do break up Uh, You just don't have that information. I mean i've worked with a lot of people, you know of the last two years and um I do feel like I I have saved relationships and marriages, you know, because I just focus on those three C's, uh, the three U's, uh,
0: just talk about those quickly, give everybody an, uh, just a rundown of that, please.
1: So, um, just when it comes to relationships, uh, for men to be happy, they need the three C's to be, um, they need the three C's to happen, which is they don't, they don't want to be criticized. They don't want to be controlled. And they don't want to be closed off, which means like being shunned. Um, and then for women to be happy in a relationship with a man, uh, they need the three U's to happen. So they don't want to feel uh, unseen, unheard, or unsafe. So uh, like once those, once both, uh, both happen, you know, uh, then your relationship should be fine. There's a few other things too. There's like the um, three spheres or the three levels of a relationship. Number one, it's all about my needs. Number two, it's transactional, mm-hmm. and number three, it's all about the other person's needs. And then there's also a question of polarity, where yeah. masculine and feminine attract. So those kind of three components, three Cs, three Us, three levels of a re, re, of a um, relationship, and um, polarity as well. Yeah.
0: So how? So how did she? So because that would be a delicate position to be in if you see a man who's clearly in his feminine, you're trying to draw him into his masculine because it doesn't always Mm. work. That's the, that's the other thing I want to talk about a little bit is that it doesn't always work. I mean, I think both have to be fully engaged in this process. Um, And that's often the frustration I think for women who, who are part of Tony's environment, all that kind of thing, because they're all in or the man is all Mm. in and the woman's like, no, I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, So do you have any, like, so now I want to talk a bit about your the husband role in keeping yeah. her and her feminine, you and your mature masculine. Now, how do you do that? I mean, I know we talk about the three U's all the time. Um, how, how, what are some ways or tactics that you can share with the, the men listening? How do you make her feel safe, for example? What's, what are some of your tactics in that area?
1: So safe would be uh, they want to feel safe emotionally, they want to feel mm-hmm. safe physically and safe financially. There's many different ways for them to feel safe. Uh, like I said, I have eight incantations for each area of my life that I repeat all the time. And in those incantations, um, this is kind of my goal setting method. Like it's something I'm quite proud of. Um, I've managed to take those 22, 20 events and come up with a very concise way to goal set, you know, mm. and I've got these eight incantations and that's my life pretty much. I've got like eight intentions, eight feelings, uh, eight habits and eight bits of energy that I focus on, you know? And, um, the way that helps me with my wife okay is that the emotions she 's experiencing all those emotions all the time i 'm influencing her i with, with, 'm um, influencing her with those emotions, uh, so that kind of makes her feel safe emotionally uh, financially I always try to take the burden off her a bit like let me let me look after you uh, and then physically it's just um, so at the relationship trip, uh, Tony talks about a thing called venting you know um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, woman like to vent um, no. No, don't. <laughs> oh, this is something um, like yeah. I, I mean I, I didn't realize this, and I think most men don't realize because men always want to fix things. Like right. boom, you got a problem, I'll fix it. Yeah, women don't want the problem fixed; they just want you to listen. You know, so um, if my wife is venting or frustrated about something, like I still struggle with this to this day because I set, I set so many goals, and my mission is to help people push past their limits and stuff. So I do kind of have to take a minute and just observe what's happening and um, just kind of slow down and say, right, I need to make some time and just listen, you know, um, but it, it's still, it, it, it can be a struggle. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think we, we, my friend Neil was on the show and he talks about containers. Great online. Name. Yeah. Neil His he's Neil Conlin. Listen to his episode. It was really good. You have, you, you <laughs> speak very similar. I mean, and that's it. Like, you're right. We don't want you to fix it, and often we just want you to let hold space for us. And I know that's yeah. that's becoming a really trendy t- word and, and term, but it's it's really mm-hmm. like
1: it's quite funny easy. actually. Because um, anytime my wife's venting, like I kind of know what to do. Like I'll ask her questions to get her talking mm-hmm. more. And she'll be looking at me and she's like, "I know what you're doing," <laughs> but she but she, she doesn't get annoyed. She just continues because she actually likes it. But she knows yeah. straight away, like, "I know what you're doing. You're asking right. me more questions to get me to open up more." and I like it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's like, isn't that just beautiful? And I think that's part of part of why I think why I'm so passionate about Tony. And like, I don't know if you you saw, but one of my missions is to send a 1000 women to UPW. Um, And it it can be women like me who come from adversity can be women who have been rescued from human trafficking. That's a massive thing. He's um, involved in uh and stopping um and then you know any other women of diversity and and who need to who need to go but we do know what you're doing and we and that's okay because what that says is that you're honoring that you're supposed to be doing it and you're not fighting that you I shouldn't have to like I I don't know if you're familiar with Byron Katie she's one of Tony's yeah yeah, so and that was really I came to the work a long time ago and the should world, right? Like he should do this. He should do that. She shouldn't need to vent. Well, she is venting. You're arguing with reality. Mm. And as soon as you stop that argument with reality, that's when real change and progress can happen until then you're just fighting a wall. And and I think that's so frustrating for, for men because you're like, well, she shouldn't, why is she bitching? Like, why can't she just da, 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 da? And you're like, because it's like it's it's an ex, ex, expelling energy almost, right? Like when I yeah. get to go and rant for five minutes, I'm like, it's like I've just had to run a marathon. Yeah. And it's almost like you run us like a child, right? Like or when you run a toddler, you'll see. You just get them to run and <laughs> burn the energy. That's sort of what venting feels like for a woman. And um, yeah. it doesn't always require a solution. And I think that's a really important thing. and And women have to learn that right? Because mm. if we're in our masculine, we're not venting. We're doing what you're doing. How do we fix it? Yeah. What do we do? Bah, bah, bah. And, um, and it's frustrating for everybody mm. involved. So you have a little boy. I do. I so Jackson. little Jackson, beautiful name. I would love to Thank know. You. I mean, I think you're probably it's still nine months is still, that's a fresh baby still. Oh, Oh, my goodness. He's gorgeous. <laughs> so cute. So how are you going to instill the mature masculine in this young man as he grows up? And do you have, are you conscious? I mean, obviously you're conscious of it, but I think here's the real deal. And let's, we can talk really snapshot of the world events right now. It's, um, you know, we're in racial unrest, which has always been there, but we're finally a lot more people are waking up. I have a very strong belief that, men in their mature masculine would never hurt a soul. I have a very oh, yeah. strong belief that a woman in her divine feminine would only teach everybody to love. And I think that, that this is how we're going to, it's going to take a while, but this is really mm. has to start here. It, it's not about politics, not about, it's about that man making mm. a decision who's not in his mature masculine, who wants to hurt others. So yeah. I think I have, my daughters are 33, or sorry, 32, 23, 19, and 11. And they've, and I'm raising, I, I initially started to raise them in their masculine, which I didn't know I was doing because I was okay. teaching them to be strong women. And yeah. now I understand it. So I'm shifting that. How are you, do you think, sort of what's the plan with your little man? So
1: um, I was thinking about it quite a bit and I'm not too worried, you know, um, about it. Cause um, like I said, I've got this eight, eight incantations. That's basically my life and I have eight emotions. Like that's my identity. And, I just try and project that all the time. So anyone I interact with, they experience those eight emotions. Just so you know, um, the emotions are feeling organized, productive, powerful, loving, light, leading, abundant, and role model.
0: Mm. So those are
1: the emotions and I assign each one to a different life area. Once for health, once for business. So while I'm talking with you right now, I'm doing love and role model, you know, so if I'm doing my workout, I'll focus on being powerful. Uh, mm. and it's just different situations during the day. I'm focusing on different emotions. You know, so the people around me absorb them. So you're absorbing some of the emotions I'm putting out and I'm absorbing some of the emotions that you're putting out. And that story I told you about when I felt weak and helpless in bed, okay, that plays in my mind all the time. Mm. So my son, he's getting his injections at the moment. Well, he had his injections a few months ago, like lots of injections at um, the doctors. And he was crying, you know, and he held my finger, his tiny hand holding my finger, and initially, I just wanted to do what my parents did to me. It was like, oh, I feel for you, oh, poor, poor Jackson, you know? But I didn't. I just said, Jackson, you are powerful. You are strong. I just oh, keep saying my emotion powerful.
0: You just gave me shivers.
1: <laughs> and he stopped crying. He just looked at wow. me like, oh, I am powerful. Like, uh, that's yep. the kind of reaction I got. I was like, wow, you know, like, just the emotions you put out, people really absorb that. So um, I don't think about it too much. I've just memorized the eight emotions that I want to live right. through every day. And these eight intentions, eight emotions, eight physical things I have, eight things I do. Um, it took me a lot of time to kind of work through that, you know, because this is your yeah. life you're talking about. So I went through lots of iterations, and I just memorize that and I focus on that every day. And day. I'm just like, if I just keep on doing this every day, he's going to learn from this. You know, I'm setting an, I'm setting an example, and uh, yeah, everything should so, uh, work out.
0: How cool are you with being vulnerable? Is that easy for you?
1: Like I said. Um, my dad, so a couple of times um, a couple of times when I was younger, my dad would lose his temper, like my remember, remember once I flooded the bathroom and he gave me a slap and shouted at me because I flooded like literally the whole house like, Jeez. He, just lost his, he lost his emotions, but then he <laughs> yeah. came to me afterwards, you know he said oh i'm so sorry, Neil, he's always the first to, to come and apologize to me, and he would cry in front of me very easily um, so I've always been like that, my wife's really grateful for that, you know, um, I'm. it's quite easy for me to be vulnerable. Um, so I have no problem with it really. Um, and I, while it is a strength, it was also my weakness too. Right. Because even around my guy friends, I mean, I was friends with so many people because I was just so vulnerable all the time, you know, but uh, with guys, that's not really what you want to do.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. it, it, and that's, there's, there's the exact problem because okay. that's how you get, how they get this you, you all get this message that vulnerability equals weakness in some way. Maybe you don't, mm. but the, the vast majority of men, that's what they're, they're conditioned to think and conditioned to
1: mm.
0: behave like. And then um, it's I think it's a complete opposite. I think when a man is vulnerable, that is the hottest, sexiest thing. And it's beautiful because it shows confidence. Like a confident mm. man can be vulnerable. And if, you know, ladies, I'm sure you agree, a confident man is the most attractive thing ever. Not yeah. cocky, not an asshole, but confident, confident yeah. in his mission, confident in his purpose, confident in his emotions and how he feels. And I think, um, yeah, it's, 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 your story really is incredible. Like it's, thank you because it's not, it's not often that a man can go from one extreme to being as balanced as quickly, like you've seemed to have done it fairly quickly. And I mean, you. you're not 60 years old quickly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're in your thirties. Like I'm, yeah. I'm 10 years older than you. And I'm like, holy shit, this guy really mm. figured it out. Um, so that's, that's beautiful. And it's wonderful mm. that you have a son to raise in the same, um, environment because mm. again, like my feelings are, that's, this is how we change things. So, mm. How can, um, do you have anything else you want to share? Because I'm, I'm yeah. about to wrap it up, but yeah, share, share away what you want to tell the, the yeah, listeners. I mean, um,
1: just before you finish up, um, so I just want people to know that it's very easy to kind of have the life you want. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's like, what do you want, how you want to feel, what you choose, choosing to focus on what you have and what you want to do. Okay. So like I said, I have these eight incantations for each area of my life, eight intentions, eight emotions, eight things I have, eight things that I want to do. And that's all I focus on. Ask what I help people do. It's like very simple, you know? So if you have a few minutes, I'd love to do like a live example now, just, just to sure. show people how to do it. Um, yeah, s- go for it. Does that sound okay? Okay, so what's the result that you want in your life at the moment? Whether it's business, relationship, health?
0: Um, for me, I, to send a thousand women to UPW.
1: Love it. Cool. send a thousand women to UPW. Okay. Yep. So before, we're going to come up with an incantation for you that's going to satisfy all four of your human needs, Okay. For any Tony listeners, uh, for any Tony fans listening, I know Tony says six needs, but just okay. from listening to Tony, Joe Dispenza, Sadhguru, Brendan Bouchard, a ton of other speakers, um, and also Maslow's need of um, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I've seen that there's four needs actually. Okay, so before we uh, go to your goal of uh, sending a thousand uh, women to uh, UPW, first need to understand all the four of the human needs. So the first need is your heart. Okay, and the need of the heart is contribution. And the way the heart satisfies its need for contribution is giving to areas of life. So if you want to result in your health or business or relationships, you have to give to that area from your heart, and you do that by setting an intention. Okay? So it's just like another level in that area of life, which you've done. The next need is the need of the body. The need of the body is love and connection. And the way the body satisfies its need for love and connection is through empowering feelings. So you've done Date With Destiny. These are your towards values. Okay, yeah. Any empowering emotion, that satisfies the body. The next need is need of the mind. This is all about certainty. The way the mind satisfies its need for certainty is through physical things. That's what the mind wants. So whether it's having a girlfriend, boyfriend, having money, food, water, shelter, new laptop, new car, the mind's all about physical things. Then okay? the last need is the need of the spirit. And the need of the spirit is all about growth. And what the spirit wants to satisfy its need for growth is doing things, keeping busy, taking massive action. Okay. Whether that's speaking, like we are now, know, walking, running, any verb where you're doing something that satisfies the spirit. So, just to clarify, the heart's wanting, the body's feeling, the mind's having something physical, and the spirit's doing something. Hmm. Want, feel, have, do. So, we put that into a sentence. Okay, and the sentence the sentence is very similar to the mission statement that you do in right. uh, Day with Destiny. So, want to come up with a sentence for you. That's, that's going to satisfy all of your human needs right. and help you achieve this goal. So the sentence will go like this. Um, first, you start with the one, which is I want a thousand women to attend UPW so that I feel, fill in the blank, this emotion, and have tons of blank, this resource, so that I'm able to do blank, tons of this thing. Okay? So we'll do the sentence together just so it makes sense. So repeat this after me. Mm-hmm. I want to send a thousand women to UPW.
0: I want to send a thousand women to UPW.
1: So that I feel fill in the blank with the emotion that you want to feel. So I feel fulfilled, fulfilled, okay mm-hmm. and have tons of fill in the blank with the physical resource that you would have if you achieved this goal.
0: Oh, that's a tough one. okay, because it's not about me that one that
1: so this is like the tangible proof. That you would have to achieve the goal.
0: Well, seeing a thousand. Well, I I mean, the tangible would be to see a thousand love soldiers in the stands.
1: Love soldiers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you'd have tons of love soldiers. Correct. So if you had a thousand women attend UPW, you felt fulfilled, and you had tons of love soldiers, Mm -hmm. what would you be able to do more of? Change
0: the world, impact the world.
1: Change the world. Okay. So now your sentence is. I want to send a thousand one to UPW so I feel fulfilled and I have tons of love soldiers so that I'm able to change the world. Right. How does that sound? Beautiful. Cool. So that's your incantation for that area of life. What I do with people, we come up with an incantation for each area of life. Right. Come up with one for your health. This might be your business or contribution goal, but we'll come up with an incantation for each area of life. And the next thing is people ask me, right, this sounds great, but how do I execute on this and achieve it? So... The first half of the sentence is the want and the feeling. That's your internal needs. So wanting that goal, that gets you out of bed in the morning. Okay. That gives you the motivation, the drive, feeling fulfilled. That helps you enjoy the journey. Okay. So it's not just a grind and a hustle. You're actually going to enjoy feeling fulfilled. It's like a really nice feeling to experience. So that's your internal needs done. Okay. And that kind of gives you internal motivation. But then the second half of the sentence is also super important. And this is kind of what the rest of the world will judge you on. So love soldiers. Okay. That's the kind of your physical metric. Mm -hmm. So once you get to a thousand, that'll be your goal done. And then uh, changing the world. Okay. You might want to get a bit more specific there, but this is your doing metric, changing the world. And the thing is a lot of people, when they set goals, they just focus on the having metric. So with you, it's love soldiers. If it's a monetary goal, it might be money. If it's a health goal, it might be body fat percentage. And people just focus on this normally. Okay. And because they focus on it too much, and if they don't see it going, going up, they get depressed, disheartened, yeah. and say, ah, oh,
0: it doesn't work. To it's not, yeah. yeah.
1: So that physical metric is the last thing that comes true. You know, so you've really got to focus on the doing metric, which is changing the world. So it'd be good to kind of clarify that. A bit I would better. say, ch-
0: I wouldn't changing, like, because I'm on the spot, it's, I would mm-hmm. say, I would say a longer answer, which is um, changing how women, behavior changing how we interact with our feminine energy because i believe that that will happen as a result of Love attending it.
1: cool that's great i mean uh, i've spent ages coming up with my incantations and the people i work with it takes tons of time so the fact you've come up with it like on the spot fantastic you know right. and if you focus on the doing metric which is um was it changing females lives
0: yeah changing women's lives
1: So your metric would be each day, I need to change 10, 20, 30 women's lives. Then out of those 20, 30 females that you're changing, you might get one, two, three, four love soldiers and just compound it every day, you're going to achieve it. That's your physical metrics taken care of. Then the internal, that want and the feeling that keeps you happy inside, you know? Yeah. And I
0: think that's beautiful. And I love that was a beautiful exercise. Thank you for walking us through it. Um, my official mission statement that I came home with was I care, see, hear, feel, and know the purpose of my life is to create an army of love soldiers. And wow. when you, when, and this is what I, and like, I know we're kind of off topic, but this is just what we do. Right. <laughs> so, um, cause this is how you change lives as people's mindsets. Like this is where we have to start, yep. but I will often say, um, if you, and I, and I saw one of your videos about passion and, and here's what I'll say about passion. I know it's like, you don't need to necessarily have it locked down to start, but you do need something passionate to keep you going because you and I both know, I mean, I'm in, I've been in business. My other company is six years old. I've had companies along the way, but if you're not, and the truth is right now, my passion is with this, my passion. I've ignited my passion. So, so it's so on fire because of all of the things that I want to do for women in particular. But the other company I have, which is, I'm not going to say, well, it's a content company.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I'm not passionate about content. I'm passionate about how my company provides it and my team and my writers. And I'm passionate about that, but am I passionate? Does it get me out of bed to, to think of my team writing blogs all day? No. Yeah. So I've done well with it. We've made it into a healthy company, but, it's starting to fizzle out now. And that's even unusual. Six years into something that you're not passionate mm-hmm. about. It's a pretty good commitment, I think. Um, I'm passionate about my husband's writing because he was the one who was the original writer. But I always say to people, like, just because you're good at something doesn't necessarily mean you should make a business out of it. If you're yeah. not passionate, because the passion is the thing that will keep you getting up every day to do it. Like, yeah. I don't always want to create content. I don't even always want to do blog posts for my own company, but I'm so fucking passionate about mm. teaching women how to, you know, like the byline is teaching you how to redefine your, or reconnect with your feminine energy and still kick ass in business because we can Love do that. both. But that's the thing that will get you up out of bed. So ladies, if you're, you know, looking to start a business, don't, you know, don't piss around for years and years trying to make it perfect. Like you said, right. Mm. Progress over perfection, but really make sure that there's that passion in there somewhere to keep you. Cause mm. man, entrepreneurship's not easy. No, like ever. Tony doesn't think so. You and I don't think so. Like, you know, Jeff Bezos, there's, I mean, he's a gajillionaire, but there's, it's <laughs> a tough road and you a have to have commitment. Yeah. I think they said he might be the first self-made trillionaire in the States. Yeah. I've I heard mean, that the, number. I don't know if that's true. Yeah.
1: But. That's probably, that's probably the first, um, publicly, uh, one, I think, uh, in the middle East, especially there's a lot of maybe in Saudi oh, Arabia yeah. there, even in UAE, I think some of the shakes, uh, that private wealth is right. insane.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's crazy to me. I don't know what I would do with that much money. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I mean, thank you again. So where can people find you if they want to connect? Um, and I know you have to apply to be on your mastermind. It's not. And yep. that's the thing I want to actually make a quick distinction about is that people have this idea um, that masterminds, like they are an elite thing and they are on purpose because mm. I've been in mastermind groups where it's free. And they suck. Yeah, like yeah. you have to have skin in the game. People say, "Why does Tony still charge this much?" Because if I didn't pay ten grand to sit in that seat at Business Mastery, I would not have taken it as seriously as I did. I invested money, so I just wanted to, to kind of make that distinction for people because, mm-hmm. um, often you'll hear like, "Why does it cost?" Because it has to cost something. Mm-hmm. You have to have yeah. skin in the game. Purely. I
1: totally agree, and uh, I've been through the same experience as you. Um, when I first started doing masterminds, I did it for free just to kind of mm-hmm. get credibility and i've got tons of testimonials mm-hmm. from it but you do notice after a month or two the numbers start dropping because people are like yep. oh i've got other paid commitments that take priority right. over this and yep. um even now there's so many free masterminds going around in the plat um, uh in the uh, pat world and uh I just don't go to them because I just know it's a free one, you know, so people aren't going to value it. Um, Yep.
0: it's very true. So where can they find you if they want to apply?
1: Check out my website, uh, www.advancedalpha.ae forward slash mastermind. Uh, So that's advancedalpha.ae. AE AE stands for um, Arab Arab Emirates because I'm based in Dubai. Um, So advancedalpha.ae forward slash mastermind.
0: And any social media handles you want to leave?
1: Yeah, I'm most active on uh, Facebook. Uh, so check out Neil Dylan Young or on Instagram too, um, advanced underscore alpha. And uh, one thing I'm very big on, I do this religiously. I haven't missed a day yet. Uh, every day I post my stories, like updates I'm doing towards my goals. So, health. Um, last two days I've actually had a fever. I've just kind of gotten better now, but I've still been doing stuff. Um, I haven't been doing a full workout, I've been walking so um mm-hmm. check out my stories uh, every day
0: yeah nice beautiful well thank you so much hopefully that wasn't too painful for you uh i loved it, it was i thank loved you. it as well so um and really sincerely let's get you and your wife on together because that dynamic is fascinating too because um the world is a is we're a bit backwards like the women are behaving a lot like men and the men are behaving a lot like women and that's yeah. Lack of polarity is why a lot of marriages are ending. So I love talking to couples who have started to figure out the mm. tricks and how to keep things balanced. So thank you so much for your time. And uh, we'll talk soon.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Carl. All
0: right. Cheers. Yeah. Bye.